Okay, hey guys, what's going on? And welcome back to Onwards and Upwards, the podcast where we talk about all things health, wellness, productivity, and pretty much everything in between. My name is Hope if you're new, and I'm super excited that you're joining me today. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so happy that you are. And today we're gonna be talking all about how to set and achieve your goals. Now, this is something I received tons and tons of questions about, and I think it's for a good reason. When I first started out on my own self-development journey, I think that goal setting was something that really intimidated me. I always had goals in my life, like I would set some sort of mini goal, whether it be like a New Year's resolution or just something that I wanted to achieve for myself. But I have the type of personality where I will commit to doing a goal and then kind of fall off track a few months in. I really found that this was a pattern for me, especially at the beginning of a new year. That's where I usually found that I struggled with it the most. I would set this resolution for a goal that I had in life and I would be really, really motivated to chase it and to achieve it until ultimately I burnt out or maybe the goal wasn't something that I related to anymore or maybe I just kind of lost sight of why I started, whatever the reason might be, I really struggled with achieving the goals that I would set for myself. And it actually wasn't until I took a college course where we talked about smart goal setting. This was my first time ever being exposed to this type of goal setting method. I didn't realize that people kind of got into so much detail about goal setting. So I found it to be really fascinating and very interesting. And I thought, you know what, why not give this thing a shot? And that's exactly what I did. I set a smart goal for myself and I honestly haven't looked back since. This has been a goal setting method that I've used for years now and I really really do swear by it and so today I want to walk you guys through how to smart goal set but then I've also added in a couple different tips and tricks and pieces of advice that I find to be really helpful at the end of today's podcast I really want you to feel confident that you know how to set and achieve your goals and so that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today setting goals is an important aspect of personal and professional development I think that we have goals in all areas of our life and that's what makes them so important I have personal goals related to my health and my fitness. I have career goals related to my business. I have relationship goals related to my partner and my family. I honestly have so many goals in every area of my life and I just think that there's such a great way to outline what it is that you want for your own life. Goals really provide a roadmap for achieving success and they enable us to focus our efforts and resources towards achieving specific outcomes. That's basically a fancy way of saying that goals allow us to identify what we want to achieve, why we want to achieve it, and what we need to do to make it happen. Whether it's improving your fitness level, building a business, or achieving a personal milestone, setting clear and achievable goals is a critical key to success. So today, we're going to be exploring how to set effective and efficient goals for yourself in order to help you achieve your desired outcomes and really just achieve the life that you've always dreamed of. Whenever I talk about goal setting or habits or anything related to personal or self-development, the biggest thing that I'm going to mention is you need to identify your purpose, you need to identify your why. Regardless of the situation, it's really important that you're in tune with why you want to achieve what you want to achieve. And I found that every single time I need to motivate myself, I really have to revert back to why I started. That is the most important thing. So if you're lacking that purpose, if you're lacking that kind of motivator, that why, you're not going to be able to go as far as you might hope you get. Understanding your purpose will help you stay motivated and committed to your goal, even when you're faced with challenges or setbacks. When you're thinking about how to identify your purpose or your why, I really want you to reflect on what's most important to you. So for example, one of my reasons for why I want to start my own business is because I really value my current work-life balance. So I might associate that for a why. I might associate that with a driving factor to why I want to own my own business. When I think about my whys, it's things like, you know, I want work-life balance, I want stuff like that, but then those always connect back to my greater purpose. And my purpose isn't to fulfill a job, right? It's to connect with the people I love, it's to 
live a life that matters to me. It's to do things that bring me joy. And so I really like to look at this like a tiered system. So your purpose is at the very, very top of the tower. Underneath your purpose are all of the whys that kind of motivate you to achieve certain goals. And then underneath each why is a goal that you might have. And I remember when I first started to kind of explore this whole system, it was kind of confusing. So I thought the best way for me to show it to you would be through an example. So at the top, like I just mentioned, my purpose is to really make time for my relationships. I want to pour love into others. And I really want to be able to curate a life where I'm able to participate in things that bring me a lot of joy. Now that we've identified what's at the top of that tower, let's look at what our whys might be. I view my why as something that's really closely related to the goal that it's attached to. So like I mentioned earlier, my why for wanting to create my own business is in order to kind of maintain the current work-life balance that I presently have. I wanna build and own my own business in order to maintain my current level of work-life balance in order to always be able to spend time with other people. I think you can kind of see how that worked. It was like tier one, two, and three. This is something that you're gonna be able to apply to literally anything in your life. So another example might be, let's say I wanna walk 10,000 steps a day. That's the goal that I set for myself, to walk 10,000 steps a day. My why for setting that goal is because I want my body to be healthy and I want to be strong. And connecting that why to my purpose, I want to build a healthy lifestyle so I can continue to be there for the people I love later down the road. I would really encourage you to think of your own example, maybe something that you can personally relate to, because I feel like that's the best way to really understand how to identify your purpose, your why, and then ultimately set goals for yourself. But yeah, that's going to be step one, identify your purpose, really sit with that for a while and determine what matters most to you in this world. That's going to be your driving motivator. That's what's going to keep you going when you want to quit. Identify your purpose. That's step one. Now let's get into how to set SMART goals. So SMART goals is actually an acronym. It stands for specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. Every single one of the goals that you set for yourself should be able to fall under each of those categories. Let's kick this off with being specific. So when you set goals, you really want to be really specific with what it is you want to achieve. I want you to avoid setting vague or broad goals that are really difficult to measure or achieve. This was something that I really struggled with because I think broad goals are what we tend to kind of list out naturally. But instead of being vague or broad or anything like that, you really want to define clear and specific goals that can be easily tracked and monitored. One of the reasons I used to fall off track with my goals is because I didn't give myself a specific enough measurement in order to see if I was making progress. An example of this might be, I want to walk every day. That's my goal for myself. I want to walk every day. Well, then the question I would ask you is, how far do you want to walk? How long do you want to walk? Where are you going to walk? When are you going to walk? All of those questions are going to lead you to a more specific answer to I want to walk every day. So for me, I took I want to walk every day and I turned it into I want to walk for 30 minutes every single morning. Can you see how that's a little bit different? You give yourself something specific to achieve instead of just being really broad because something that I would kind of fall into is I would say, oh, well, I walked my car when I went to work. I, you know, walked around the house and I would make up these excuses for myself that would never help me become a better person. It was just kind of getting me even more stuck in where I was at and I wasn't really happy with where I was at. So I knew something needed to change, but I didn't realize that what was holding me back was the fact that I wasn't being specific enough. Another example might be instead of saying, I want to walk every day, maybe you say, I want to hit 10,000 steps every day. When you put something numeric behind your goal, it makes it a lot easier to see if you're actually hitting that goal or that benchmark every single day, especially if you're doing something like walking. It's something that's so vague that you really need to be more specific with 
what it is that you exactly want to achieve. Next up, you're gonna wanna set measurable goals. So goals should be measurable. You should be able to track your progress and determine whether you're on track to achieving your desired outcome. Now, this is super similar to what we just talked about when I was saying things like, you know, you wanna walk 10,000 steps every day. That's a very measurable goal. So not only is it specific now, but it's also something that you can exactly and precisely calculate. Really beneficial because setting measurable goals really enables you to make adjustments and changes to your approach whenever you might need it. I want this to be as easy as possible for you guys, right? I want you to be able to set a goal that makes sense for you, that's specific, and that you can exactly and precisely measure in order to determine if you're making progress or not. If you put yourself in a position where you're not able to see if you are actually achieving anything, I think it can be discouraging and then ultimately you might end up quitting or not trying to pursue that goal any further. So really make sure that whatever it is you're trying to achieve, you make it measurable. Give yourself a kind of number to look for or some sort of other metric to where you're like, oh, okay, yes, 100%, I'm making progress in the right direction. Let's move on to the letter A, which stands for achievable. Now let's go ahead and keep using the whole 10,000 step example because I really feel like it outlines this whole goal setting process so clearly. If you're really trying every single day to hit that 10,000 step mark and you know, you've been doing it for a month, but the max that you're ever able to hit is 8,000, then there is a pretty good chance that the goal you set for yourself is not actually achievable for your lifestyle. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Whether you take 8,000 steps a day or you take 10,000, it doesn't matter what that number looks like. It matters what it looks like in your own life. So let's say you're walking as much as you can, but you have a, you know, desk job, so you can't walk that much during the day and you have other responsibilities to tend to at night and you can't really prioritize that level of exercise or that many steps in your day. That is completely fine, but I also want to caution you to not set yourself up to fail. This is something that I've personally done a ton of times and I can attest to how frustrating it feels. When you set a goal to walk 10,000 steps, but you're only ever able to hit eight, but you're able to hit eight pretty consistently, there's a pretty good chance that that 8,000 is a better metric for you to go by instead of the previous 10. You really wanna make sure that whatever goal you set for yourself is something that you can actually achieve. Don't do something that's kind of too far off from what you're actually able to achieve because then it just leaves you feeling discouraged or maybe unmotivated. This really closely ties to the next part of smart goal setting, which is setting realistic goals. I really think that setting achievable goals and realistic ones kind of have a ton of overlap. So I'm just gonna kind of talk about them put together. But while it's really important to aim high and set these ambitious goals for yourself, it's also really important to be realistic. And that's what I was just kind of explaining to you guys, right? Like I said, you can set a goal to walk 10,000 steps, but if it's not achievable or it's not realistic for your current lifestyle, then don't set yourself up to fail. You know what I mean? Like set a lower goal for right now. You can always change it down the road, but set something that you're actually going to be able to achieve and that's realistic for you. The hardest part about setting unrealistic goals for yourself is that it really often leads to frustration and disappointment, which can really negatively impact your motivation and focus. Especially if you're new to goal setting or if you're new to habit building or whatever it might be, you really want to make sure that you're being realistic and kind to yourself throughout this process. Let's say you go on social media and you see this girl's morning routine and she's running five miles every single morning. Well, obviously that's not going to be realistic for all of us to do. And so it's really important that we take into account what our life actually looks like and set goals that kind of fit into it. Using that same example in my life, if I saw somebody's morning routine who was running this crazy routine in the morning, it is not always something that I'm going to be able to do because I either A, don't have the time in the morning, don't have the energy, or maybe it just simply isn't something that I would want to prioritize. I've said it before and I'll say it again, I am just simply not a runner. I've really tried to get into it, but I just can't. And I think that that's completely okay. 
I used to set these goals for myself where I would say, oh, I'm going to run a mile every day. And I was like, oh, I could run a mile. Like that's realistic for me. But what wasn't realistic about the goal was that I didn't feel good when I was running. And if you set a goal for yourself to do something that really doesn't make you feel good, then chances are you're not going to stay on that track for too long. You're going to fall off. You're going to be unmotivated and it's not going to inspire you to keep working towards your goals. So you really want to be intentional and realistic about the goals you're setting for yourself. Take a good look at your life and ask yourself genuinely what works for me and what doesn't. And the last part to setting smart goals is setting time bound goals or timely goals. Every single goal that you set should have a deadline. This really helps create a sense of urgency and accountability, which are two things that you definitely need when you're setting goals for yourself. Setting timely goals also really helps you prioritize your efforts and resources towards achieving your desired outcome, which of course is what we all want to do. There's a few ways to do this, but the one that I think is the most popular is like the whole new year's resolution thing. That is a pretty time bound thing. So if you say I want to eat healthier or I want to walk 10,000 steps a day in 2023, then you know that that is something that will essentially expire at the end of 2023. You can always set that goal again for yourself the following year, but let's just say for the point of kind of this example that that kind of goal for yourself has a deadline of December 31st. You want to push yourself and you want to test yourself to see how far you can advance towards your goal in a one year span. I personally really like setting a deadline for my goals because it makes me think of them more as a task to complete rather than this ambiguous goal that I just wrote down somewhere. It really makes you feel like you should add it into your calendar. You should add it into your to-do list because this goal has a deadline. There's a point you want to reach before this specific date and that level of urgency is something that can really kind of spark a bit of motivation for you to want to succeed. That pretty much sums up how to set SMART goals. I would really, really recommend trying this method out if you're looking to set goals for yourself. I find it to be really, really helpful. And I want to leave you guys with three final quick tips on how you can really set and achieve goals for yourself. Number one being break down your goals. Breaking down your goals into smaller, achievable milestones can really help you stay motivated and focused. It also makes it way easier to track progress and make adjustments to your approach as needed. When you think about how to break down your goal, I think it's best to look at it from a bird's eye view. You want to look at things more big picture. So like I mentioned earlier, a big goal I have is to own my own business, run my own business, and kind of just continue to work for myself. Well, that's a really big goal, and there's so much that goes on within that that I almost need to kind of assign these little sub goals for myself in order to make it more achievable. So for example, let's say my goal is to start a business. Well, a sub goal of that might be to make a business plan. Breaking down your goals can be really, really helpful and it also gives yourself that sense of satisfaction when you check off those smaller goals, even if they're small. Also, it's good to mention here that you should be rewarding yourself for even the smallest of achievements. Doing so is really going to push you in the right direction and continue to motivate you to move forward. The second tip I have for you guys is to write down your goals. Now, writing down your goals really helps to solidify them in your mind and it makes them feel more real. I don't really know what it is about this, but this is something that I've tried and tested and it is completely true. I used to be someone who thought that if they, you know, had a goal in their mind that it would just happen. You know what I mean? But I really found that when I was writing my goals down on paper, especially when I would put them somewhere where I'm going to be able to see them every day, like a sticky note on my mirror or something, that helped me achieve my goals way faster than anything else I've ever tried. And I really think it's because it helps you stay focused and committed to achieving your goals. There's just something about writing it down that makes it feel more permanent. It makes it feel like, you know, okay, this is my goal. I'm going to be working towards this. I would really recommend that you put it somewhere you can see it as well. So I personally, 
personally like to just do my bathroom mirror, but there's tons of other options for you guys to choose from. And the third and final tip I have for you is to review and revise your goals often. Doing so regularly is really important to make sure that you're making progress towards achieving your goals because, you know, things are going to change in your life. Not only do your goals have the chance of changing, but your life changes. The lifestyle you lead changes. And so it's important to revisit those goals pretty often so you can make adjustments wherever they might be needed. At the end of the day, setting effective goals is absolutely critical to your success in any area of life. And by following these tips, you can set clear and achievable goals that will help you stay motivated and focused on achieving whatever it is you want to achieve. Remember to stay committed and keep working towards your goals, even when faced with challenges, setbacks, or obstacles. I'm sure I've said this a million times, but any amount of progress is still progress. Small progress, slow progress, whatever it is, progress is progress, and that's something that you guys should be proud of. I truly believe that you can achieve anything you set your mind to, so I'm sending you tons of good energy and positive vibes your way. I'm wishing you the best of luck on this whole goal-setting journey. Let me know if you guys have any questions. I'd be happy to kind of talk you through it or if you have any like specific goals you need help working through. But that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so, so much for listening. I appreciate you being here more than you could ever know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to rate it over on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It would really mean a lot to me and it also helps the podcast get out to more people who might benefit from it as well. Thanks again for being here and I'll talk to you guys all next time on Onwards and Upwards.